this is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a fangirls podcast with five-ish people. The tangents and squee will continue. Squee. We continue all the way to episode 379 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast and today's meeting of the Hellfire Club shall now commence. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So quick, Joyce, let's start off like a door from virtual table and see who joined us this week. This is Neva Brio. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. We are going to be a bit more ish for the next yes. few weeks as Chrissy is moving. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. Congratulations on the new place, Chrissy. Yes. And yes. not just moving, they bought yes. a house. So that means trips to the bank and trips to the realtors and all the fun stuff that dotting the I's, crossing the T's, and then moving all said stuff with two small and children in tow. All the, and setting up all the new utilities. And all mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Chrissy will join us once they get settled and have internet at their new place. (laughs) Yes. Oh. But in the meantime, Mm -hmm. we do have a lot to talk about. Yes. Starting with indeed. Yep. Starting with some news. So um funko the company that keeps on giving almost as badly as big finish uh (laughs) no kidding yeah with their cranking out of products um uh as as our listeners probably are aware if they listen to my gen con recaps is there is a funko games division of the funko company Uh i have played yeah. some of their games at Gen Con. We've given away some Funko game related stuff on here. Um so they are going to be releasing a Funko game version. I don't know exactly how it was assuming it's going to be going similar to the film. Anyway, they're releasing a goofy movie Funko game. Ooh. Which that in itself is exciting. However, because Gen Con is coming up in less than a month, (laughs) Funko being Funko, they're like, well, we can't just release a goofy movie Funko game. We have to have give give people the opportunity to have said game autographed by maybe some of the voices from the goofy movie. So Saturday and Sunday of Gen Con, both Bill Farmer who's been the voice of Goofy for a very long time, and Jason Marsden are going to be at Gen Con at the Funko booth signing autographs. Nice. Very nice. 
There's also going to be a special VIP event Saturday night where they were specifically going to be signing copies of the game. And there's going to be screening of the Goofy movie, but that is already sold out. So <laughs> I guess stay tuned in case they decide to expand it to more a greater number than what they already sold ticket-wise. But if you can't go to the VIP event, that is okay because Bill and Jason will be in the vendor hall at ShenCon as well. So that is very cool. I am excited. So there is that. Um, and then also Gen Con, the event catalog for Gen Con online is now available. So if you are not planning on attending Gen Con in person and doing the online option, the event catalog and signups for that is now an option. crazy thing gen con is in like three weeks or something like that like i'm not ready <laughs> yeah because isn't it at the beginning of august yep <laughs> yep having it uh delayed last year threw threw me off and now it's back to when it normally is and i'm like i'm not ready <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh um and then in tv related news although I'm grossly behind i haven't even started season two yet but they have it's confirmed that, o that only murders in the building is going to be getting a season three yay I haven't even, I haven't started the show, but from what I've heard, it's really good, and I really need to yes. sit down and watch it. Apparently, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, season what? one was really Phenomenal. good, so I'm <laughs> sure that you know season two will not disappoint. I just need to find time. Yeah, so far, so good because my mom's like, "When's it coming back?" I was like, "Okay, the first two episodes dropped." Is like, "Okay, when did they come out?" Every Tuesday, so I know tomorrow morning mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna be watching it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's appointment TV in this house. <laughs> I've just been preoccupied with other things, so. Yeah. But it is, it is up there, so. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, just know that however season two ends, um, it's coming back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no takesy backsies. <laughs> yes. So if it ends anything like season one did, we'll be, you know, it'll be good to know that yeah. it will be coming back. <laughs> back. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Well. So there is that. Um, and then in your feeds, in the, in the uh, podcasting feeds, the latest episode of Gold Standard, the Oscar podcast is out there where we talk Chariots of Fire with returning guest Sean from Traveling Vortex and Flicks with Friends. Nice. 
So that was an interesting discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. To say the least. So that is available for every fine podcast. All right. Moving on to feedback. Got some feedback from Shalane. Speaking of Jason Marsden, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, she says, I wasn't sure about Hocus Pocus 2, but after watching the trailer, I'm now excited for it. It's so sad the other OG actors aren't coming back, but maybe a little, maybe we'll get a little cameo. Yeah, that's always a possibility. Well, little somebody walking in the background somewhere and be like, hey, that, that, that's that person that did that mm-hmm. thing. So, oh, and yeah, unfortunately, some of the familiar faces can't come back because both Gary and Penny Marshall are long gone. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'm sure we're also going to get some new faces as well. That yeah, we're going to be like, oh, it's that person, because <laughs> that's always fun when you're watching something and you're like, oh, it's that person. Yep. Um, going back to something that you've seen before, but mm-hmm. got introduced to other people's sense, like, oh, hey, he was in this. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, and she says uh, the revamp of Splash Mountain. She says uh, it still looks a lot like Splash Mountain. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think they're going to keep the general structure. So, like the flow, no pun intended, uh, or maybe pun intended, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. the literal and figurative flow of the ride is going to stay the same um it is just the set decorations that are going to change. obviously things like the soundtrack are going to change um but um as disney is want to do they do like to, when a attraction uh replaces another one whether it's a redressing or sometimes a complete tear down and building something new they will like they like to put homages to what was there previously um so i'd imagine that you know like brer fox or brer bear or brer rabbit is probably like going to appear in a scene somewhere you know in the background be like oh look there's you know so and so um so i i fully expect there to be nods to the original attraction um and yes the picture will probably still be on the big drop (laughs) if it ain't broke (laughs) don't fix it though people Mm -hmm. know where the they know where the picture is it's a thrilling moment at the attraction people like to do things to you know funny faces and the like so yeah i'd I'd imagine they're going to keep the picture there just because why not <laughs> oh. um and then talking about our uh our names we pulled out of the hat in the last episode and her th- the things that she has seen 
Um, as far as Gwyneth Paltrow and Dick Van Dyke, she's pretty much on the same checklist as us. Um, and um, although she says she still needs to watch the Dick Van Dyke show, yes, you do. You need to watch the Dick mm -hmm. Van Dyke show because it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. as she says the theater that she's working at this summer they have an actor playing Bert in Mary Poppins and he does sound like Dick Van Dyke very cool that's cool so, and then she also mentions how Dick Van Dyke came to Salt Lake Comic Con uh, in the past but she didn't get to go because she was busy with school so that's a shame that you missed out but at least you could say Dick Van Dyke has been to your city That is cool. Thank you, Shalane, mm -hmm. for your feedback. All right, sound the spoiler alarm. Mm -hmm. Or shall we say spoiler grandfather clock? <laughs> yeah. The alarm sounds yeah. more like grandfather clock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a warning of a different the kind. Design. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Cute bush. <laughs> yeah, because we are headed back to the upside down. Yeah. Wow. And Hawkins. And I think we've added more. And California. And Russia. And Russia. Uh -huh. and, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you try the pineapple on that pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I totally oh. buy that Argyle is the person that invented pineapple on pizza. And I'm here I'm for it. it. You know I'm what? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I am here. I, I, I am that. totally here for it, though, because yes. I am one of those people that yes, pineapple does work on pizza. Oh, it doesn't yes, work necessarily on all pizzas. All pizzas, yes, but Just in certain, certain combinations, combinations, it totally yes. works. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Right season... now, a certain Hawaii yeah. Five O character is just twitching away badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, season four, Stranger Things, uh, is is here. All the parts are now available for streaming on the Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, in all of its five bazillion hours of yeah the runtime yep. so good but oh so good oh so yeah good. yes yeah, so so good uh, I have so to say this... out of all the seasons this one i have to say my babe yeah <laughs> well and i think this is closest to season one yeah yeah we got seasons mm -hmm. two and three introducing some new characters still filling in some backstory obviously we learn more about 11 and her backstory with some of the other kids when she goes off to chicago <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, to right. some, yeah to meet some other kids that are to have abilities similar to her um but at the end of the day everything always ends up going back to hawkins it's about hawkins yep. the people of hawkins the pete you know whether mm -hmm. they're their family friends co-workers whatever hawkins is the epicenter of everything and with this season our core group which has gotten a lot bigger since we started with oh, season yeah. one yeah um, mm -hmm. 
so to to in a way i they um i think it makes sense to have them split up to kind of have these three storylines that are running parallel to each other Mm-hmm. And the ultimate goal is to get back to Hawkins for everybody. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. and that's where and that's where we do end up by the end of end of the season. Um, but if we if just everybody was in Hawkins for the entire season, I think it would get a little I think we get a little crazy. Crowded. So big, yeah, a little crowded. Yeah. Uh, so getting the chance to go off to these other places um, is uh, a nice change of pace but still has the flavor of mm-hmm. when the series first started mm-hmm. yes um so obviously after everything that happened at the end of last season uh we know that the buyers family along with 11 took off to california and mm-hmm. um they're for better or worse surviving for better or worse they are living there in california <laughs> joyce is joyce is selling encyclopedias via the telephone <laughs> how am i a robot <laughs> um you know will is seems to be integrating better into yeah. the new school 11 not so much um uh you know she's she's without her powers she's now thousands of miles away from the only home she ever knew and stuff sucks Uh, (laughs) to put it it mildly so um you know it'll be interesting to see if they ever go back to california or if everything that happened there is just kind of like it is what it is right uh i don't i can't think of why they would so yeah i mean not unless when everything comes to head in the final season that everyone decides they need a fresh start you know yeah (laughs) depending on who's still standing by the end of it all right yeah right yeah (laughs) Or even if Hawkins is still standing by the end of the fight. It's, it's, it's we shaky might, right we, now. We, we might not have a choice. Standing right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, we might end up with a Buffy the Vampire Slay- Slayer ending where Sunnydale is no longer. There is just this great big hole in the ground. It might mm-hmm. be the same for Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's halfway there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay, it it, it is looking a little... It is looking a little hellmouthy, you know. Yes, <laughs> yeah. A, through, through most Hawkins at the moment, so uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, it may not be a matter of choice, but that's re- that, that remains to be seen. Uh, um. So yeah. So poor L is yeah struggling. I mean, she was gonna. She was gonna. She's always struggled because of the circumstances that she grew up in you know she grew up in this lab mm-hmm. isolated yes yeah, she had other kids to play with um 
So she learned how to socialize. I'm doing air quotes here, but as we see mm-hmm. in this with the flashbacks, I mean these these kids. You know, obviously Elle was young when we first meet her, but there were kids even younger than her, right, at the lab. And then there were some that were older than her, you know, going into to teenagers. So we got a wide range of ages for these kids, but these they're kids but they're essentially lab rats oh yeah mm-hmm. and are really being treated as such by papa uh, as oh, much yeah. as as much as he tries to act like he's this like benevolent caring father figure it's it's crap is what it is <laughs> yeah you know mm-hmm. i just yeah yeah, when when the the we got the the last two episodes and the the second to last episode is called Papa, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, are they going to try to make him sympathetic here? And uh, if they are, I'm not going to buy it. Nope. Yeah, if they did, if that's what they were going for, it didn't work. Nope. <laughs> I can see, but honestly, see when they were trying to, yeah. but I I was like, no, no. I I don't know mm-hmm. I I don't know if necessarily that's what they were going for. I think maybe they were not necessarily going for sympathy, but maybe just context. That could be. Yeah. But we still don't know what love. Like, how did he end up here? Is the thing. Right. It's like we get some backstory from the time. Like we we obviously we end up finding out that his very first test subject was this kid, who had killed his family or at least his sister and mother and sent his you know ended up his father getting arrested and tried and convicted for the murders even though he keeps claiming his innocence and by the way casting robert england genius Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's like i wonder how many people do not realize who he was that we would as soon as i heard the voice it's not like oh brilliant nice yeah i was like you would think after Uh, you know however many years it's been since we got the first nightmare on elm street movie you know almost 40 years 40-ish years Mm -hmm. that people know robert england's name but they still may not know his face yeah. exactly because he's in all that makeup just like when yeah. he guest started in the one episode of supernatural mm-hmm. it was appointment in samara where dean was trying to make a deal for sammy's soul mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it was yep yeah yeah so he's he's one of those where it's like you know the you probably know the name you know the role but you still right. may not necessarily know his face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but i knew who it was and i'm like ah it's free i'm gonna say it was that was just brilliant yeah yep yeah brilliant brilliant yeah oh and they used him i think just the right amount too yes yeah. not too much you could have easily gone a bit too leaning into the fact that he's kind of this legend in the the horror genre right but instead he's he's not even he's not the protagonist he's not the antagonist he's a victim just right, like yeah. a, a lot of the other people in this in this particular plot line so um but yeah it was, i think it was still cool <laughs> yes like 
Plus, I've also gave it a bit of a Silence of the Lambs feel to it as well, with yes. yeah. Nancy and Robin going to, like, you know, speak yeah. to the sky. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Hannibal Lecter, though, who was like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I will yeah. do it again. Again, yeah. <laughs> I'm innocent, I tell you. I'm innocent. Yes. This guy was truly innocent and was just innocent, a, yes. Yes. A, very yeah. unfortunate victim <laughs> yes. of his crazy son mm-hmm. and nancy for robin's sake needs to update her shoe collection for less heels <laughs> yeah <laughs> you cannot run in heels <laughs> you may try but it's not yeah work. but you know it's the 80s the women mm-hmm. hadn't figured it out yet true that's true i mean uh bryce dallas howard is just now figuring it out in the jurassic world franchise so that's true yeah Mm -hmm. it's a work in progress yes at least he kicked them off before they true yeah yeah Yeah. um So. And how many were wishing Angela would have become a victim of Vecna? <clears throat> See, the thing is, <sighs> is it seems to be that Vecna is our, our big bad. Um, mm-hmm. And is seems to be the big bad. Big bad, um, yes. <laughs> is the people that he feeds on other than his you know his first victims which were his mother and his sister um Mm -hmm. that he seems to feed on people who carry some form of guilt on their conscience Uh um i don't think she feels guilty (laughs) Is I know, <laughs> I know, but still, you know, yeah. couldn't mm-hmm. happen to a nicer, meaner person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I know there's <sighs> some people that have kind of have, have been very hesitant about watching because of the bullying mm-hmm. um, that, that Eleven, you know, ultimately suffers from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and kind of uh, in a way um you see bullying in the form of Chrissy's hallucinations before she becomes a victim of Vecna. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The the abuse that she suffered from her mother. Um, yep. So yeah, this is this is this I mean if you suffer from you know ptsd or if you've ever been a victim of bullying yeah this this season may be hard to watch they even had to put a disclaimer at the very start of the very first episode because it starts with henry the who ultimately aftermath becomes Vecna, yeah the aftermath of his killing all of the other kids at the hawkins lab where 11 was and unfortunately the the 
the season dropped not long after the incident in texas um right the shooting there uh so um so yeah it, it, the the imagery is is difficult but the the thing is it's easy it could be you could just be like oh you know they're just they're doing scary things and bloody things because this is the quote-unquote horror genre and yeah in a way it is but it's not the ridiculous like so like the the classic slasher films have kind of gotten to right mm-hmm. um like you know for the longest time i i avoided like you know friday the 13th and halloween and and the like right um but now they're they've gotten to the point where it's just like you can't really be scared because you can't take like the kills and stuff seriously (laughs) because it's just it's so ridiculous and yeah there's a i mean obviously it's kind of hard to take this seriously because you know we as far as we know there are not psychopathic telekinetic kids out there running around that have been experimented on um and the upside down is not an actual thing uh, that we know of uh (laughs) so there's a very fantastical horror elements tied to it but the characters are so steeped in reality Mm -hmm. as far as their characteristics are concerned you know you've got 11 who obviously suffers from trauma and um a really a stunted development Mm-hmm. being isolated the way she was you know she she her vocabulary is limited for someone her age you know she did she you see yeah. her struggle to find the words because she doesn't know uh you know she right. she misses out on on social cues because her socialization was very skewed and very limited um you know even her <laughs> even her when it comes to food she still just wants waffles granted i can't blame her yeah. for that because i love waffles too no. waffles are amazing yep. uh yes but still and then if i go someplace and breakfast is an option and there's waffles i i probably will go for them uh mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna blame her a whole lot there <laughs> no and at least uh, she had a teacher in california who was willing to work with her and realize what angela did and kind of pulled her and then of course angela decides okay when she's alone she's gonna Mm -hmm. exact her revenge so i mean at least we had a teacher who was cognizant that there was something going on yeah yeah but unfortunately there's only so much the teacher can do even nowadays (laughs) right yes exactly yeah bullies and bullying type situations Mm -hmm. where students are being isolated and picked on Mm-hmm. The, you know the, the things are not easy um mm-hmm. as far as like the what teachers and those in school systems are allowed to do yes uh, mm-hmm. because of red tape and and the like um mm-hmm. so yeah that's why i said it'd be interesting to see if we go back and whether the whole thing with angela gets resolved or not um yeah will be interesting um 
so um but yeah so you know you've got 11 and all of her things you've got um obviously will is we don't realize it but he is suffering at least until the end that he has long-term effects from his abduction in the very first season you know um because it, it, it the, the focus is obviously mostly on 11 but then when they finally return to hawkins will is like no vecna is not dead i can feel him because there's mm-hmm. still some re- residual there um which you know is a good thing because then the team the gang can know that he's still alive and then try to prepare but at the same time it's like that kind of sucks for will <laughs> that mm-hmm. that all these years later he is still not clear of that um and i think i think i am guessing that going into season five it is going to be 11 and will that are going to be like the two big players i think Mm -hmm. um, going into it and then you know obviously they're going to have a lot of support from um the, pe- the people around him and that's the, the other thing i really enjoyed was was even though we have these three separate plots going like i said pretty much parallel to each other in re- you know in time in universe unlike what we see sometimes in tv shows and movies where people are separated that sometimes group a will be doing something and group b doesn't realize that group a is doing that thing and group b will end up doing something that ends up hindering what the other group is doing Mm -hmm. but this the pretty much the entire time every single group what they decide to what to do as far as their game plan is something that ultimately helps yeah the others so it's like once hopper gets rescued and they realize just based on what limited information they have what's going on they realize that that you know the demogorgons need to be destroyed because it's going to help the kids back in hawkins instead of being like oh we need to get back to hawkins to help the kids they realize they can do more good staying there Mm -hmm. and doing what they can before trying to go back to hawkins and help which i really appreciated that because that drives me nuts when teams get like separated and they have no way of communicating each other and then somebody Mm -hmm. decides to do something that ends up being like the worst thing you could do as far as helping Mm -hmm. the rest of your team (laughs) and man those radio walkie talkies man they sure had some distance i wish they made them (laughs) yeah really (laughs) right well they had dust to think for that i think Mm mm-hmm yeah, Dustin, the uh, our genius with his genius girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Good old Susie. Nice she popped back up again. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, and I and I love Argyle. As really? soon as Will figures out who they can, who they can have help, and he start, and then Will starts singing "Never Ending Story," and I was like, love that movie. I love the song. <laughs> that movie though the nothing i'm just like yeah dude right there with you whoever grew up watching that 
that the whole it, great mm. movie, great soundtrack, but there's that one scene in we're all traumatized. traumatized. Mm. I mean, we're talking right there with Roger Rabbit and the uh, shoe and the dip. That's mm-hmm. the same level of traumatizing. <laughs> the the early eighties trauma <laughs> traumatized kids video pack. Um, never ending story who framed roger rabbit i would throw land before time in there yes yes that was one of the other ones (laughs) that one was there and there was one other because there were four and land before time uh, all dogs go to heaven that's the other one yes yes all dogs go (laughs) to heaven heaven (sighs) yes there you go. There's your child, child, 80s childhood trauma variety pack. In a nutshell. Yep. Yep. Watch at your own discretion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, oh. <laughs> I, I could see what they were doing with Argyle, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a bit cliche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are several times where they do things that are very tropey and or cliche, and I would start to get frustrated. But then I'd be like, "No, this is set in the '80s. This is the era of where a lot of these of cliches the came from." Yeah, yep. so we're getting the origin for a lot of these tropes. So you've got like the stoner. Right, just like everyone trying thinks... to find where Ricky the reefer is. Yeah, yeah, it's like and they you know... look up his his video rental account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who who keeps who keeps checking out Cheech and Chong? Exactly. Go. Exactly. So you have someone like Argyle, who you know seems to be just this lazy stoner that you know he he doesn't he, you know he doesn't seem to have any aspirations beyond just delivering pizza so people don't take him seriously until we get to some of these situations where you know he drops obviously obviously yeah obviously <laughs> obviously using illicit substances have an effect you know, your mileage yes. may vary depending on who you are. Um, but there are people, yeah, I can't speak from personal experience, but I know of people that have utilized substances that uh, they claim have given them new perspective and new ways of looking at things. And that's what we get with Argyle. You know, people want to write mm-hmm. him off as just this kind of dumb stoner, but it's like, no, he's, you realize that he's actually paying attention. He's looking at things and taking information in. And once he reaches a conclusion, he's damn near genius. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, and they're, they're not laughing him off. They're just like, wait a minute. He's actually got a point here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, don't don't be writing people off just because yeah, they're not you know, traditional or you know, fit the norm. <laughs> so, you know, it's like when they're needing to make the uh the uh sensory deprivation tank for L. Yep, and they're exactly. like we need salt mm-hmm. and they're he's like, "Well, 6 pounds 600 pounds of salt going to work." And they're like, "Where the hell are you going to get 600 pounds of salt?" 
at the pizza restaurant. <laughs> pizza restaurant. <laughs> My place of employment. Please follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, big walk-in freezer. What more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly so you know you just goes to show do not judge a book by its cover cover that's that's a that's a thread i think that runs through this entire series yep and as well and also do not judge a younger sibling by (laughs) their elder sibling that too <laughs> the, the them having to look for a replacement for hellfire night mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and eddie's just like sinclair's sister uh-uh i'm lady applejack level 14 chaotic good half elf robe poison so cookery because <laughs> he had mentioned like level one dwarf <laughs> i love erica (laughs) me too and i think i think lady applejack would get along quite well with blackwater betty in her i think so i think i think i think lady applejack would would would, uh, fit in into our little motley deity crew very well (laughs) yes (sighs) she can go down the well the next time yeah, uh, exactly. With those <laughs> with those poison soap cool creams. Give them give them a warm stabby hug, please. <laughs> I gotta say, it, you know, it, it was kind of bit to have to wait so long for Stranger Things to come back, but mm-hmm. because it took so long and we got to play D D in between, <laughs> stuff makes way more sense now. <laughs> right? Exactly. But I, was I mean, thinking- as soon as back as soon as Vexa came up, I'm like, okay, yep, Jared mentioned that, and then me going yeah. on my Critical Role deep dive and other D&D podcasts, I was like, okay, there's this, there's that, okay, yeah. this is making sense here. Although they did, <laughs> they are playing with the uh, real, like the, the, the edition releases, because Vecna yes. is not a fully like more fully fleshed out character in D until the 90s right because his the intro for him is only like two paragraphs yeah and it's not really him it's like the eye no. of vecna yeah right. the hand, it's like rassilon you know exactly <laughs> you yeah, everything on rassilon yes. before before you get the full-on rassilon <laughs> yes yes yeah vecna's of the same build <laughs> yeah yeah but again, it's okay. I will let them have that. Mm-hmm. So, oh yes, yeah. I'm such a D and D noob that I would not know any better <sighs> if I didn't dive into the yeah, right the the weeds. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's fun diving into those weeds sometimes. It's like well, yes, so this that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've got the the buyers and eleven in California trying to do their thing, and then Joyce finds out that Hopper's potentially still alive. So she that and lovely package Murray all, yes. of all people <laughs> get to go on an adventure to Russia. Yes, who knew Murray was going to be the one to come save the day? 
no who kidding. called that? Not I. Right. <laughs> Not I. Yeah, whoever had that on their bingo sheet, you wouldn't double. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like Scrabble. You get a triple word score there for that. Uh, yeah. If you call if you call Murray being the savior. <laughs> oh, and of, and of course we we get the mention to the Italian restaurant. <laughs> yes, that date that he and, and <laughs> Joyce have not get to go on yet. Go on yet. <laughs> you know, because and and you know, Murray's just like, uh, how do we know about this? It's like. That's the only thing Hopper and I know. Not many people know that we were supposed to have this date. And mm-hmm. so it has to be him. Mm-hmm. And I love that Hopper is like, I've been dreaming about the breadsticks the entire time I've been in captivity. <laughs> She's like, that's the only thing you've been dreaming about? <laughs> I mean, have you ever had, I mean, I can't speak for enzos but have you right, ever had yeah. a fazoli's breadstick stick? you would dream about those oh yeah yes yeah <laughs> exactly exactly uh, <sighs> and then the oh, whole russia the whole the, uh, the whole yeah. the whole russia thing was just like you know it, it's 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 there <laughs> it's there it's a thing that yeah. happened it was just like <laughs> yeah look david harbors in russia again yeah <laughs> no i like how they like uh, i think it i think it worked out well that um because unlike other folks in the mcu like chris pratt who like you know was still doing <laughs> parks and rec when he became star lord and then suddenly got all ripped and they had to have, <laughs> they had to explain it in parks and rec and in in, in the parks and rec universe and he's like yeah i just stopped drinking beer yeah <laughs> and all of a sudden he's got like you know 12 sure. back. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh at least at least with david harbour his character in black widow was kind of fat to begin with and not right. necessarily ripped so if David mm-hmm. Harbour still kind of had a dad bod and they could just cover him in all of those scars from constantly being whipped by the Russians, then, you know, that it was, it was a lot. I think it was, uh, I imagine it was uh, easier for them to be like, if Har- you know, Hopper has one shirtless scene, but he's right. covered in these scars and more, you know, if he's not necessarily in the best of shape it's easily explained mm-hmm. unlike if he had been like covered in scars but also ripped right because his, you know if he had to get like super ripped for black widow that would have been a little, little weird i think yeah <laughs> so but apparently he he shaved his head after doing black widow to help differentiate <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Like I don't think the necessary the hair on your head is going to confuse people, David. But yeah, whatever you do, you move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll still be looking for Yelena and, <laughs> and Natasha mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, but we get some really nice uh character development with hopper being yes 
So and a lot more backstory ge- finding. Yeah, out geographically isolated past. from everybody else, so it gives him a chance to do some monologuing and fill in some information for us because it's like we knew he he was married he had a daughter the daughter died it caused his marriage to fall apart he threw himself into being sheriff and blah you know then obviously levin comes along and all that stuff blah blah blah. it turns out that he was part of like the agent orange experiments and and that stuff is nasty from what yeah, I've Yeah, if you if you know anything about your 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 mm-hmm. uh tactics of American warfare. Fair, um, yeah. You did some really nasty things. Well, and come to in find the out name too, of defeating the enemy, but it ended up hurting ourselves in the process. There yep. just wasn't Agent Orange. There was a couple other different colors too, because I mm-hmm. can remember one of the classes I sat in, we had some Vietnam vets come in and talk. And I'm just like, if you had any relatives who served, if they w- worked with these other different Asian colors too, they need to get checked out because they had been hearing of medical issues coming up. And this is like, oh, oh crud. Yeah. Um, name of protection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah so but then he he they get, he gets rescued yes again thanks to murray <laughs> yeah <laughs> although joyce she's you know she may not have like the physical prowess but she's 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 got some smarts mm-hmm. yeah for uh yeah she's she's learned quite a lot yeah like like Yuri can't hear very well, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I completely forgot that back in the eighties we had glass jars of peanut butter. Yeah, I, I did find forgot. that kind of funny that like this guy has made his living smuggling American peanut butter into Russia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's Jif of all things, all things. Yeah. I can charge twenty dollars or more a bottle. <laughs> like, wow! Like uh, forty, forty-ish years later, yeah, there, there's not gonna be any Jeff on the shelves anywhere. The shelves anywhere, <laughs> yeah. But I did that find that kind of funny. I'm like, wait a minute! I just returned like four jars of Jeff to the grocery store because of the recall. Call, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, hey. uh, well, and the damn deg- demogorgons yeah oh well, at least hopper was smart enough to realize what was going on it's like i'm not eating a thing yeah. <laughs> like i ain't eat nothing i'm gonna steal whatever weaponry i can get my little hands on and bada bing bada boom <laughs> Yeah. Demogorgon in flames. <laughs> I like that the Russian god that befriended Hoppel. I was oh, really yeah. worried that he was gonna um, die. Like, I was like, oh yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. That, well, that happens a lot. You know, not oh. the first not the first time that they befriended a Russian and not had it go well. So yeah, 
That is yep. definitely true. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But for now, for now, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, um, and then we've got the crew that um, ends the, the stays behind in California when Joyce and Murray go off. Um, with Mike, who has come out to California to visit Eleven because it's spring break, and mm-hmm. he ends up teaming up with Will and Jonathan in Argyle mm-hmm. <laughs> to go and try to save Eleven after she's abducted by the people in black because that's what the government and the military like to do because they're like somehow convinced that she's the one killing these kids in hawkins from thousands of miles away i think they really Mm -hmm. just wanted a reason to abduct her personally yep Um, oh yeah and then i mean at least paul and paul reiser's character survived paul (laughs) is glad to see him back and nice and it's it's nice that he is not um he's not just being a suit right you know, for for the government or the military he genuinely cares about 11 and what happens yeah. to her um because yeah unlike papa who tries to act all father figure like he's just a psychopath <laughs> right yeah yes. paul riser is more of a father figure than right yes papa is even when they're yep. in the lab so mm-hmm. papa's working his own angles for his own self while paul riser is just like eh, nope i'm doing it for her mm-hmm. her well-being yeah. her protection yes and also aware like, of, oh. oh no go ahead no i was just gonna uh i was gonna ask do we remember what ha- happened to him? like did what happened to him at the end uh his they found him handcuffed to a thing so so he's he's still oh that's that the last okay. bit i couldn't remember if that was like the last bit that we saw him or not yeah so it, presumably the military will take him and try to use him probably would be my guess i can't imagine they'd leave him there to rot so not not with with what he knows so Uh, i guess that's true yeah especially now that papa's dead goodness yeah Uh, Uh i did not feel bad when he started getting shot oh You psychopathic, crazy, mad scientist, you. Mm -hmm. But at least he did help Eleven get her powers back, which. Mm -hmm. And then some. Like, she's even more powerful than when she was before, which is good, so. 
Um, so, so, but yeah, while Eleven's on her little journey trying to get her powers back, and folks from Russia, Mike and Argyle and the rest of the crew are trying to save Eleven, going from California via Utah to go use Susie's computer hacking powers <laughs> to Nevada. Uh, which you can call the phone number, the Nina phone number, and you will just get like mm-hmm. the 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 modem sounds. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I know um, if you call the um, Sofa Boys Pizza, whatever it's called, you get Argyle talking to you. Yeah, yeah. So there's several phone numbers that you can actually call and get something, uh, some sort of experience. So I, I love when they do that, though. So. The shows instead of just doing the the five five five, which is not a valid number anywhere, uh, they will actually give legit phone numbers and then set up something so that people can call. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. In real life, egg. Yep. Oh, but we need to talk about the crew that's still in Hawkins. Hawkins. Yes. So. At Hawkins, we have um, well, we have Dustin, Max, Lucas, who are now in high school. Because mm-hmm. um, we, the, the kids are growing up very fast, the actors. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course, being in high school now means a whole other mess of things um mm-hmm. and then you've got uh steve and robin bffs to the end now working at family video instead of yes i don't know if they just didn't bother to rebuild scoops ahoy when the mall got destroyed uh well, i was just like a summer thing like yeah we'll do it for the summer maybe so but yeah you got steve and robin now working at family video which i have a family video storefront that's still standing it's empty but it still has a sign out front there's nobody else bothered to you know buy the property and change it into something else um but it is it is kind of funny a couple of family videos that we have are have been bought out by like a dollar general and yeah Steph is bonded yeah. there. it is kind of funny to drive by and see the sign though and be like steve robin you in uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so yeah yeah that's a uh that's a strong bff relationship there you've got nancy who yes. is now getting ready to go to college she and jonathan are supposed to be <laughs> are still in a relationship supposedly supposed to be going off to college together but we find out jonathan didn't get accepted um not Uh that he's bothered to tell nancy that um nope and 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 i have to i i was giggling because jonathan explains it to argyle and argyle's just like i don't even have a girlfriend and she's already stressing me out Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm stressed enough about this relationship and I'm not in it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right there with you, Argyle. Yeah. Right there with you. Yeah. So, um, 
the Nancy's working for the school paper, so she's still doing the almost Nancy Drew esque yes. <laughs> thing. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, Dustin and uh, is still very much a nerd. Um, mm-hmm. and Lucas still wants to be a nerd but also wants to be cool mm-hmm. yeah he's in that yeah. weird like he joins the basketball team and gets to ride the bench the entire time until the final game <laughs> until the final game where he gets to like his Rudy moments <laughs> mm-hmm which of course happens to fall on D and D night. <laughs> exactly. Thank goodness his sister is a hot shot and can roll a nat twenty when the twenty chips when the are chips are down. I <laughs> was like, "You go, Lady Applejack." Yes. Because I mean, with them trying to, it's like, well, maybe we can talk to Eddie and maybe we can get him to reschedule. Yeah. <laughs> and just Eddie, you know, intimidation role was <laughs> that was the net. Like, yeah, find somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, but our really mm-hmm. our like, you know, of of the Hawkins crew, it's Max yeah. who absolutely kills it sadie sink absolutely kills it in this season uh, especially yeah, episode yeah, four uh dear mm-hmm. billy um yeah where she has been marked by vecna because she's got some serious guilt she's got survivor's guilt because of what happened to billy um yeah in the previous season um yeah so she's well, been and marked by vecna. you could even think possibly billy or was marked by Vecna too, so there's probably that connection as well with possibly, the survivor's guilt. Possibly, yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, that's a quasi-working theory I I have, along with one other. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that we will get to. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think for the most part, everybody's new favorite character or favorite new character, Eddie Munson. The mm-hmm. leader of the Hellfire Club. Yes. DM, GM, extraordinaire, mm-hmm. yes. hot dealer, <laughs> you know, does not give a crap what other people think. A um, guy with a heart of gold, even though he has a reputation. Guy with a heart of gold <laughs> and killer on guitar. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. And, un- and, unfor- right an unfortunate now. victim of what Those we damn discussed in Vecna. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate victim of of Vecna, but also the circumstances even before the deaths started occurring, even before Chris's right. death, he got he yeah, and the rest he, of the Hellfire Club were frowned upon because this is the eighties. And if you remember when we talked about mazes and monsters, we talked about the yep, satanic the panic. Satanic panic that yep. occurred in the eighties, mm-hmm. and this is right in the middle of it. Yep. So 
even those even before the killings people were con yes there were people that were convinced that eddie and the other dnd players it was a cult and they weren't just mm -hmm. playing a board game that they were calling yeah. up the devil himself mm -hmm. oh oh the whole satanic panic yeah. is just it's so yeah. dumb but like we talked about go listen to our dungeon or our mazes and monsters episode because we go into at least some of the history of the satanic panic you can hear about that um even if you don't want to hear about the movie <laughs> we talk about the history yeah. first so you can just listen to that yep. and stop if you don't care about mm -hmm. the movie review um now yeah. whose parents house did they crash at when holly and the light bright and uh that one um the wheels it... yeah that's right. nancy's house nancy's, yeah, nancy's nancy. house. okay yeah yeah nancy yeah i mean i love the mom there's a little there you know because mike is out in <laughs> california so visiting 11 yeah. so there's a little extra room yeah. at the moment yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the dad's like yeah take us for whatever you're worth and then and dust is like oh sure i mean and he's just dust is just like yeah i know he's being sarcastic i'm just gonna lay it right back at him mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know and the dad's like why don't we why isn't the fbi being called and i'm just like oh yeah you could call the fbi but yeah they aren't gonna do much there's no Mulder and scully at this point in time yeah <laughs> about 20 years too early yeah. <laughs> or 10 years too early at least at mm. least mm. yeah 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 so yeah for nancy's house just we kind of come becomes like grand central <laughs> station grand central station <laughs> much to nancy's father's chagrin yes. uh, like where's that midwestern hospitality there mr wheeler <laughs> Any other mm -hmm. Midwestern person's house I'd go into, you know, the, the, at least, well, maybe the because he's the dad and not the mom would be like, oh, you kids hungry? You know, here, let me make you five course meal. Uh, here's the entire yeah. snack uh, aisle from the grocery store on the counter. Help yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Furnished basement is yours. We haven't mm -hmm. seen ya. Mm -hmm. Have fun. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah the light bright was fun mm -hmm. uh like i was saying uh we were talking i think before last week's episode was like yeah i had a light bright back in the day and i was fortunate I that my childhood closet had a really nice shelf it was just mm -hmm. the right height and had access to an outlet yep that so i could plug, plug my light right in and <laughs> shut the door and be in pitch black so that i got maximum brightness from the light bright. and i was scrolling through amazon they re-released the light bright with some stranger yep. things stuff mm -hmm. it's oh so tempting for 20 bucks <laughs> just like oh nostalgia mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah um and of course erica once she gets involved she stays involved uh oh, yes I mean, it's not like you need to like get her up to speed because she was part of 
Stop. I mean, she was cr- she was crawling through the air decks last season with so. Dustin. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's been here, done that, got the T-shirt. So you know, she's like, I'm involved. She's involved. There ain't no, they're not talking down. Yeah, talking her down. What else so. is new? Yeah. So when they all need to go to the, they all need to go to the weapon shop. She's filling up a card just like the rest of them. And in the '80s, nobody would think about someone her age just roaming around picking up you know knives and things of paint thinner i don't i was too young in the 80s in indiana to really know what it was like i'm just gonna guess that that was just normal yeah i'm guessing <laughs> yeah because around this time i would have been i was three five, when this six. is set so yeah i i was like i was like maybe five or six when this was set that opening scene in the first episode with 11 Day happened the day after I was born. Oh no! September eighth, nineteen seventy nine. Great, I was a day old. Love yeah. it. <laughs> well, you weren't that in really Indiana either, was, so yeah. Well, that yeah, but still, not that far away. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even think my parents Yikes. had met yet at that point, so. <laughs> I wasn't even a twinkle in anybody's eye yet. I wasn't a twinkle eye when when the show was the setting. Yeah. Still quite a few years before I was born. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like some of the stuff I'm like, yeah, that 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 tracks for Indiana, even now. Um but some of it I, I can't speak for back in the day, especially where Hawkins is supposed to be located, um, which is in kind of the southern, not really far southern Indiana, but I, presumably based on what geographical information they've given us, it's going to be somewhere between Indianapolis and like Bloomington. Um, so my guess is that... Uh, you know, it would probably be like the Mooresville, Martinsville area, which I know those areas now. If I, if my guess is back in the 80s, yeah, they were probably very similar to Hawkins. So, again, that tracks. <laughs> if there's anyone out there listening that is from that area that, you know, has pictures or remembers what that kind of part of the state was like in the mid 80s. Please let us know if it how accurate it is. Yeah. Giant earthquake creating a crater in the middle of the, the, the town, notwithstanding. <laughs> I mean that's potential. Although we can we accurate. do we do occasionally get earthquakes and it tends to be the southern part of the state that feels it. They are once in a blue moon. Um, hmm. because the fault line that is closest to us is not a very active and it's not very large um but there is a fault line that under the right circumstances we do occasionally get an earthquake i've never actually felt one even though it is reached up to where i live um so i guess that's a good thing i feel kind of left out at the same time it's probably a good thing um it's bad enough I have to deal with tornadoes. Uh, 
but not yeah, gonna lie but, you think you felt left out the same because there was a time there's been like a few times where we've had like earthquakes here in new jersey and there's one time when i was at my job like some of the people felt it but like the rest of us didn't and we were like all confused like how how does this work out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so But as far as I know, we've never had an earthquake that, you know, cracks open an entire town. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, the, 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 the Hawkins crew have their hands full uh, because Chrissy, the cheerleader, dating the captain of the basketball team which lucas is on dies under really weird circumstances he happens to be at eddie munson's place when it occurs so of course eddie is immediately thought to be the perpetrator and he used some sort of like satanic ritual from the hellfire club <laughs> to do it um and then that one kid that went with Nancy dies. It turns out that he caused a fatal car accident, never reported it. So he's got that guilt. Um, and then one of the guys, other guys on the basketball team, which did they ever tell us what his, did they ever show like what the, his guilt was? I don't remember. No, I remember um, Lucas saying something about he would come in to practice with bruises, but that's it. I don't think they ever said or shown what. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember them actually showing him what what was on his on his conscience. Um, So. Um, And then, of course, Max. Because Vecna needs four victims to open four mm-hmm. gates um, into the Upside Down so that he can release his vengeance into Hawkins and then the rest of the world. And Max is his supposed to be his final victim. Um, but of course, her friends are not yeah, going to let her be a victim that easily. Mm-hmm. If they can help it. Oh. And somewhere Kate Bush is counting money. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah, that the the that song um is um When it was originally released in 1985, um, it reached number three on the UK singles chart because Kate Bush is British, um, hence her song being used during the opening ceremonies of the 2012 London Olympics. Um, And um, it reached number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the US. So it was her first top 40 hit in the US. 
Um, but now that it's had this, it got a bit of a resurgence after being used in the Olympics. Uh, it was the closing ceremony, sorry, not the opening ceremony, closing ceremony. But um, when it was used in the Olympics, it re-entered the UK top 10 for a week at number six. Um, so that's that was good. And now that it's being used again, within a week of it appearing in Stranger Things, um, it has reached the top five in the Billboard top, Hot 100 and topping the charts in eight other countries including hitting oh, number one in the UK for three weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, not bad for a nope. song that's almost 40 years old. So, <laughs> And I had heard that one previously because... <laughs> I play song pop and every now and again in the eighties, the running up the hill and her withering heights would be a couple of the music choices. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I, like, I know that I know that. That's Kate Bush. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Even before it came up on the closed caption. <laughs> yeah. So uh but that's like Max's go to go to to keep her at first it's just it's her way of isolating herself because she doesn't want to of course she doesn't want to talk about what happened to billy um but then when they realize music is important to protect people from vecna it becomes her literal tether back to reality um which saves her the first time unfortunately it does not do so well the second time although technically she's still alive yeah yeah her body is still alive right yeah mentally we max is kind of lost because l can't find right. her uh, right in, in in the mental mental sphere um but yeah so yeah so kate bush having this nice resurgence thanks to max um and then i wouldn't necessarily call it a resurgence because it's never really gone away but thanks to eddie and mm -hmm. their uh team hawkins plan to try to kill vecna inside the upside mm -hmm. down they need a distraction and eddie and dustin are like oh we can we can do that so uh eddie uh becomes the, the badass guitarist that mm -hmm. he is busting out metallica's yes. master of puppets <laughs> yes <laughs> which mm -hmm. i had seen just shots of eddie on top of the trailer with the guitar uh-huh and i was like "Ooh, that's gonna be a really cool moment whenever that happens uh-huh uh and then when we get to it and he's got the guitar and i'm like are we gonna do Metallica? It seems like it would be a Metallica <laughs> moment. Metallica yeah. moment. Yes. And then it, it starts I'm like, yeah. Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> and uh, and good on the boys of Metallica to knock them down the gatekeepers right away. It's just like 
Any new Metallica fan is welcome no matter when they join, yeah. what song. We got a wealth. You're come on in, guys. <laughs> I'm just like, well, and especially yes. like you can't like gatekeep, you know, new fans that are being brought no. in by uh, by this particular song. Exactly. Considering exactly. this song, specifically Master of Puppets, by the Metallica fans themselves. Over the pandemic, Metallica, you know, their people did a like bracket, essentially, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like the NCAA of the greatest Metallica song of all time. This one, right? Wow! And I could have mm-hmm. told, I could have told you that when the bracket started, I was like, right. "Master Puppets is going to win this this tournament of songs, or I will eat my hat." Uh, right. <laughs> because and i've i've and for good reason anytime any you know anytime i talk about seeing metallica live whether it's you know we're just talking to friends you know i've been on set lusting bruce twice talking metallica master mm-hmm. of puppets doesn't matter when where who where we are in the set list the minute that song starts the audience loses their shit over this song everybody mm-hmm. loses the collective it's this wrong. song <laughs> is just it does something to the fan <laughs> yeah Uh-oh. there's like a, there's a internal switch that gets flipped it's just yes. like kind of it's kind of like at the at a bon jovi concert when wanted dead or alive or living uh-huh. on a prayer happens i think it's yeah. more so for wanted dead or alive because when i every single time i saw them in concert john would say please rise for our national anthem and it would be mm-hmm. wanted dead or alive so mm-hmm. basically it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yeah yeah so yeah the the minute that very first chord hits just <laughs> minds yep. collectively lost so yep. <laughs> it's like and, and dustin we agree with you most metal ever yes yes Barnum. yeah granted Barnum. they did they did cut out the bridge but that makes sense right. because the bridge is slower and right. the whole yep. point was to be frantic and fast to to get these these bat things attention uh, right so it's, it totally makes sense that they would cut out the slow bit but still uh yes because master puppets it is very frantic the guitar playing is sick you know as as much as i'm like right. i don't get the 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 losing the collective minds i get it as far as like musicianship is concerned yes um you know you've got to give it to um the guy playing eddie <laughs> yeah joe uh joe i can't remember what his last name is but it's kiri no no, no kiri, that's play, that's kiri, steve yeah. no no that's that's, that's, that's a guy steve. Steve. steve yes um yeah. crap what's his name uh we're, we're heading into the marvel verse with all the <laughs> yeah joseph there we go joseph, joseph Quinn. yes yeah yes thank Plays you eddie yeah because he is a guitar player so this isn't yes like he, you can see he, he went in the scenes yeah he went into it oh. not a novice he he's played guitar he mm-hmm. knows how to play they still had some assistance as far as 
teaching him how to play this particular song and 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 doing it correctly from um ty trujillo who is rob mm-hmm. trujillo rob trujillo is the the bassist in metallica his son was brought in to help with this particular moment uh <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so it was it was totally done with the blessing of metallica you know like i said the one of their sons came in to mm-hmm. work with them so um which was the case also with um the uh remix of separate ways uh, right. steve steve perry mm-hmm. of journey actually uh helped them do the remix because this it was at this is their version the stranger things version is actually what he originally wanted the song to sound like but the technology oh, wow. did not exist yet cool. <laughs> that is oh that was that's awesome to know yeah and i also love the metallica boys repping and kind of playing along with scenes from eddie doing his thrashing but in the Hellfire Club. Yes. I'm just yes. Like, oh, if you go if you on, yes. on Metallica's oh. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got you got the guys all play Master Puppets, but they all have the Hellfire Club shirt on. <laughs> so and then they posted like Welcome a clip from club, a recent boys. Yeah, they've posted a clip of uh from one of the recent shows They're like, hey, heard any good songs recently? <laughs> you know so yeah. yeah they're they're taking it in uh and uh totally uh totally running with it so yes yes <laughs> as they should as they should yeah yeah so which unfortunately as badass as that moment was it did not do eddie any favors because eddie as much as people are in denial the duffer brothers have said eddie is dead i'm 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 kind of calling i'm kind of in a denial i'm kind of calling bs on that because they ever have they ever have they ever beat bs on us before though i can't remember but with this one, here's my theory. Here's why I'm saying it's probably BS, because I've done some Vecna research. Vecna has a right-hand man by the name of Cass. They can jump bodies. Cass betrays Vecna and gets rid of him. Dustin said he died. We didn't see a body. So I'm thinking maybe... Eddie's yeah, I mean, still we, alive is going to help saw him hit- die while Dustin was there. True, but I mean, Dustin I'm was there, literally back- there, leaning over his body, watching right. Eddie die. But then I'm calling in another D and D thing with. <laughs> remember, there's the resurrection spells. So much time goes by, you can bring a body back. <laughs> That's my yeah, theory. But do we really want that? Uh, denial. Yeah, I I know I would love it because possession like, possession in general has not done really well because I mean that's essentially what happened to Billy no. and that didn't turn out well. True. So no, <sighs> yeah, it's just I'm I'm hoping and then he, you know he gets a nice send off and then he can. 
<laughs> well, and that's the thing is like he was he was so you know he becomes such an outcast in Hawkins that right. it wouldn't do him any favors. No, to bring him back. The, he he mm-hmm. they the whole town basically still thinks he killed everybody. He yeah, killed right. people. And it's so just he I, he's I better he off. Some vindication for it though. Yeah. That yeah, he well, didn't no, kill yeah. those people. Yeah. I mean, the you only, know. you know, the, the the people that matter know what right. he actually no. did, including yeah, his exactly. uncle, because Dustin told him. True. So told you know, him. the people yeah. that matter know that he was not a killer. He died helping save Hawkins. So True. Yeah. Hawkins doesn't deserve him. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, if, if I as much as I hate to see him gone. He's yes. better off, yeah. He um, than coming yeah. back, you know. Especially if yeah. he's not himself, because then that's just gonna that's True. just gonna feed more into the paranoia that he's like this True. demon worshiper. Because then people True. are like, "Oh, he worships the devil, and now he's possessed." You know, so yeah, yeah. Or, and we'll yeah, always or have master could... of puppets. So True. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah. It, I mean, it does suck because I know Eddie became a favorite for a lot of people, and going into the final two episodes, they're like, you know, yeah, theorizing who's and gonna I, live, who's gonna die, and they're like, if mm-hmm. Eddie dies, we riot at dawn, type of thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I'm wondering if the Duffer brothers didn't, you know, think that, oh, hey, Eddie might, <laughs> Eddie might gain some traction. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you never know. Sometimes you well, never know yeah. how how characters, you know, how people are going to cling on to to certain characters. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's been plenty of times in Stranger Things of characters like I didn't think I was going to like that much, and they've grown to be like some of my favorite characters. And Eddie actually was one. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to like him at first, and then I like really quickly, like okay, actually, do I, I do like him. You need to protect him, and mm-hmm. yeah, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. But now everybody's got their hands full. Yeah, yep. Those that uh, those that did survive, thankfully, are reconnected in in Hawkins. You know, Hopper's back. Although, where was Murray in this nice? reunion that they had at Hawk at uh Hopper's cabin. Where you're like, we get these great reunions. It's like, oh yeah, Hopper and Eleven back together and you know, everybody, you know, it's alive and all these things. It was like, where's Murray? Why was Murray left out of the great reunion at the end there? Probably maybe shopping trying- with Yuri trying to get more peanut butter. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's what I think. I think it's like trying to <laughs> settle the Russians in because I think Yuri in um like it I like him, but I can't remember his name. The the ex guard. I think maybe trying to get him. The ex prison guard. Yeah, I can't remember mm-hmm. Anatov or something like that. Yeah, yes. something like that. But it was like, yeah, everybody's together. Wait a minute, where's Murray? <laughs> uh, or maybe he was going to the Seven Eleven to get a Slurpee. Maybe I without him for a while. He's going to introduce Yuri and Anatov to, to Slurpees. <laughs> Yep. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Yes, season three callback. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, but yeah. So, but now the 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 rift essentially has opened. The upside down is exposed to the real world, and it's starting. The real world is starting to disintegrate. And I thought it was okay. Did anybody else think have a callback to? David Tennant's first episode <laughs> when <laughs> it starts snowing and like Nancy's little sister is like oh it's snowing yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and I'm like yeah girl that's not snow that is ash no that's ash yeah yep. <laughs> yep. that's ash <laughs> I was having a little flashback to David Tennant's first episode as yeah, I'm like, just yeah, like, that, yeah I'm that's just like, not I'm snow people no it's it's so spring. Much that it's I, not granted snow. granted spring break in indiana it can snow <laughs> same in wisconsin mm-hmm. but it has yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. same here yeah we had snow well into april this year so yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying actual (laughs) snow, not that unheard of, but in this case, it is not snow. (laughs) No. Uh My sweet summer child, that spells that spells trouble. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is trouble with the capital V. (laughs) Yeah. Bad. And it just makes me wonder how how we are going to wrap this up in season five i mean well supposedly we're supposed to get a time jump okay which makes sense i mean is that just mean that this rift is going to be open that entire time and they're just gonna be long-term effects and we get flashbacks or i don't yeah this is gonna be interesting. yeah yeah i don't know because and we're not supposedly it's going to be 2024 yeah when we finally get Wait. the final season well, <laughs> isn't that far away when you think about it i mean we're less than six true. months away to 2023 so. true but still still yeah. So my brain broke for a second when you said 2024. I'm like, wait, that's a time jump? I'm like, no, wait, you're talking about when it's going to actually air here. I'm like, oh, yeah, when it's going to yes. air. That so. makes more sense. Yes. Supposedly, the time <laughs> jump is going to, yeah, supposedly the time jump is going to be 10 years. Oh. So we're going to be in 96? Oh, boy. Yeah. Supposedly. Oh, hey, I'm actually alive, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if we necessarily, but I'm I mean, I don't know if we necessarily need to go ten years. I mean, yeah, the 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 kids in the the cast are getting old. Grown. Yes, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown is now eighteen. Um, you know, I'm sure most of the cast is is in this. You know, they're about the same age as her, so eighteen or very close to it. Um. So, but it's, I don't know if they necessarily, I don't know if 10 years makes sense. A few years, yes, but. I mean, I could see like five. Yeah. And then they would look appropriately aged, I think. But 10 years in, if they're going to start filming in the the next year or so, might be a bit much. Then we're starting to get to like Harry Potter, the 19 years later 
and that's just right um yeah yeah so but that's my opinion and like i said that's just what i've heard Mm-hmm. So I, there's been nothing from the Daffer brothers, as far as I know, that they've this said. This is more like rumors. This I... is mostly just rumors. So, but uh, we will. We'll and maybe see. this time job, like uh, you mentioned, like Harry Potter. Maybe this time job is at the end, and it's like a prologue, an, a prologue, a prologue. That could be. That is, that is that is a possibility too. So I guess we'll wait and see. I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. But until then we've got these nine episodes plus all the what came before. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've been wanting to do a rewatch it's like like when they did the flash flashbacks at the, the, the few flashbacks they did at times um like oh my goodness it was so young back then yeah like in the post season like babies <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah and they did a really good job of putting young millie bobby brown's face on the body of young 11 yeah when she's, mm-hmm. when she's going through her memories because obviously i don't think they would have known they were going to be doing that uh way back when they started filming the entire series so that it's not like they filmed that stuff when millie bobby brown was that young mm-hmm. um so they they i would assume they probably did a body double and then took you know using the face the footage they have of her when she was that age and then some jiggery pokery with cgi to put you know 11 year old <laughs> millie bobby rat or however old she was on on this younger body so it looks like baby face 11 so, and it looks really good you know it was very yes. convincing so i will i will definitely give them that the 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 special effects and the music are so well done yes Um, you know the sound design is just it's it's great i mean there's you know as much as it homages so many things they do such a good job about making stranger things feel really unique Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially in a genre that like i was saying some of the franchises it's gotten to the point where it's kind of hard to take them seriously you know i watched halloween kills at halloween and Mm -hmm. i've only ever seen like the first halloween movie Uh, so you know i hadn't seen like the the whatever the halloween that came before that with that's like set now with jamie lee curtis now um i think halloween h20 no, that was like Something the 20th like anniversary. So I think it was just Halloween. Okay. I think they just called it Halloween. Um, okay. So, but like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen like hardly any of the Halloween franchise, but I know enough mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to watch Halloween Kills. And actually, kind of, I was bored by it. 
because it was just so predictable. Because mm. they, they just take these tropes and they just do them over and over and over and over and over and over again. So it's just like, really? <laughs> so like I said, there were a few times during during this, this season where they would do something that came off as tropey to me, but I was kind of able to forgive it because I'm like, no, because this is this is set during the time period where these tropes would have wouldn't have been tropes. They were brand new things, brand new ideas mm-hmm. as far as storytelling. So it's like I can forgive them for go leaning into to some tropes. Um but I'm glad that they're not like relying too much on the stuff that you come to expect from mm-hmm. like the horror type things so um so yeah i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it and in fact it's gotten to the point where chauncey's like you know because like when stranger things first started chauncey watched it and Mm -hmm. i was like he was like you need to watch this i'm like yeah you know i'll get to it eventually whatever um and then i finally watched it and then i've continued to watch it and he stopped and now he's feeling fomo (laughs) <laughs> so you might have to show him the highlights of season two and season three and no he's just, he's just gonna yeah in fact he he's 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 like yeah i'm just gonna pretty much gonna start over because it's oh, been so long go. that's that's even that's even better because then it'll everything yeah. all click yeah. more yeah because he's he hasn't watched it since it first started so which means he has not watched season one since it was a brand new thing oh wow yeah yeah so it's really really rusty for him so he's like yeah i'm just probably just gonna start over from scratch i'm like that's probably like he knows about the metallica thing Uh, right yeah being the metallica fan that he is and of course metallica's you know talking about it on social media um so but he doesn't know the context or anything so right it's it's not the end of the world if people are like oh my god spoilers i'm like yeah no by the time he gets around to watching this particular season he's just going to be like oh yeah metallica so (laughs) Mm -hmm. it'll just be a pleasant reminder that this is a thing that he gets to hear (laughs) so but it is kind of funny because he was just like he was so insistent that i needed to watch it when it first started (laughs) and (laughs) And now I now he's like, ah, FOMO. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. So. so now we wait, as Brittany said in the chat mm-hmm. after she finally got caught up. She's like, and the waiting begins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank heavens we have other stuff to watch, but it's just like after watching it, like, I want season five now. Yeah. Like, like I want more, actually, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I still need to go watch it. Check, Only guys. murders of the building. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yes, that's true too. I'm kind of like, I can't wait for season five, but I'm also like, it's one of those like, but that means it's the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, it's going to be the final season. So yeah, like that does that does kind of bite as well. Yeah. Well, well I am. Int- I. 
the those side projects that they're talking about doing with Netflix sound interesting too. I was gonna say that they have hints that they're like um doing other things within the the Stranger Things universe, so that'd yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. There's like supposedly there's gonna be a stage play, and then they're gonna do some other animated cartoon series that's not Stranger Things related. It deals with Death Note, from what I heard. But I wouldn't mind an animated, you know, Stranger Things tie-in of some sort. Mm-hmm. Or do one you of those weird, weird, weird crossovers like Scooby Natural. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, yes, I yes, that would be fun. I, that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> Where's her Stranger Things and Scooby-Doo crossover? Yeah. Heck, or later on, Stranger Things Supernatural. Supernatural. That would have been something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're supposed to get that Winchester spinoff, so... Yeah, so who knows? (laughs) Ask ye may shall receive it. (laughs) Wait, wouldn't it? Wouldn't um, the Winchester Brothers be about the same age as the kids? I right? think about um, oh. the Stranger Things guys might be a little bit older by about ten years on the boys, but not by much. Because I think Dean was, was far- born in seventy eight or seventy nine, if memory serves, and then oh, right, right, Sammy right. was eighty two or eighty three. So they. They would they would be younger than the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I was getting I was my math was not correct. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that Daddy thing. Winchester couldn't make an appearance somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, mommy. Yeah. Or mommy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Family business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kansas isn't that far away from Indiana, and if Ooh, mommy was not. hunting. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, any fanfic writers, feel free to take those ideas and run with I'm them. I'm sure Please somebody probably has, actually. I'm sure somebody's I just out hasn't found I just it. haven't found it yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I was just thinking like I uh, like the like 80s like it'd be um daddy ventures are bringing like boys young boys to indiana and steve would have to be the babysitter (laughs) (laughs) i'm always the babysitter it's because you're such a good babysitter honestly you're a victim of your own prowess yeah (sighs) Just, just give Dean some time. Think I was gonna... If you weren't oh so God. good at it, people wouldn't ask you yeah, to do it. Right? Yes. All right. Any other thoughts? Oh, so good. And yes. can't wait for season five. <laughs> yep. Good times, good times. All right. Well, if any of our listeners want to 
give their two cents on Stranger Things, you can send us feedback. You can email us, fiveishfangirls at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, which is the fiveishfangirls.com, where you can connect with all of our other ways you can contact us, all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um, and then, of course, uh, there is the Doctor Who Goodreads Book Club. Link for that is on the website. So you can go join in our discussions for various Doctor Who books and or Big Finish. Um, and then if you would like to uh, financially support us, you could do that in a number of ways. Uh, if you want to become a regular financial supporter, you could do that via Patreon. If you want to make just a one-time monetary donation, you could do that via Ko-fi. Or if you would like to get something in return, we do have merch on Redbubble. Uh, we appreciate all of your support, whether it's monetary, thumbs up, retweets all that fun stuff we appreciate it greatly so and going forward we are going to stick to the mcu for the next few weeks so a certain miss marvel is having her season finale this week mm -hmm. we shall be talking her on the next episode and then be talking about thor love and thunder the week after that so if you want to do homework there you go yes all right well for now we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany Bowder saying good night this is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. A little hint. If someone asks you to sit, you know, if like a group of friends are like, hey, let's get together and watch Stranger Things. And someone offers a drinking game. And one of those options is take a drink every time Dustin says shit. Make sure you're only drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just saying. No uh, kidding. <laughs> you will be on the yeah. floor before episode one is done. Yes. You have been listening to the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. 
you can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you.